Project Gen X Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And on this episode, Dave is very confused about what he watched. <laughs> I, I still feel like I've, I wasted money on this. We watched the 1986 horror sci-fi comedy, <laughs> Night of the Creeps. I would have much rather have watched Toxic Avenger. I chose this because we have talked a lot about USA's Up All Night. Yeah. Okay. This movie is where I saw that was on. I saw Night of the Creeps on Up All Night. They used to play it. I mean, they, a couple times a year it would come on, and yeah. I used to always love it. And I, I, I did not get it at first either. It wasn't until I got older and realized what was going on. I was like, oh, this isn't just a bad movie. This is an intentionally bad movie. <laughs> because you're like, oh, this is great. You got to watch this, and I'm like, I don't get this at all. Well. Let, let's put it this way. So you're going to have to explain this to me because this seemed like they had tried to put every stinking horror movie it starts trope off, and cliche okay. ever. In I highly, I highly advise if you have not seen the movie Night of the Creeps to go and watch it before before this because we are going to spoil the crap out of it because there is so much to unpack here. Okay. Basically, what happens? We see. Right? Starting now, just letting you know. Yeah, if, if if you don't want this spoiled, to to go watch it and then come back. It starts off in a space station, in a, in a spaceship, in a spaceship with alien, an alien running through the corridors, and he's got a like a huge vial of something. You know, it's like a big, it's like a a um, uh, containment, like a, a glass Can- containment. You know, that's probably about what three foot tall or something like that. Go ahead and talk. I'm gonna eat and then we see two other, and these are like full on aliens. They are, I mean, they look like they're about what three foot tall or something like that. Come to find out, they're taller than that. If you look, they look like the way that this is done, though, it looks like that's how big they are. Okay. Yeah, it does. But if you look at how big the containment thing was while he's carrying in his arms. And then when you see it actually on Earth, you're like, holy It's crap. much bigger, right? Yeah. I know. Uh, and so basically, you hit in Alien, they ha- actually have it like subtitled, <laughs> yeah. what the aliens are saying. <laughs> saying, we have to stop them. The experiment can't be allowed to escape. Yeah. And basically, the first alien goes and puts the this this containment unit into a... Jettison. A jettisons it into space. And then we come down to Earth, and it's, ni- it's 1959. Yeah. And it's all in black. It's all in black and white. And you were, I mean, it is very much a 1950s, early 60s horror movie. 
that we're in. And it's like the worst of the mm-hmm. worst. It's not even B grade. Mm. It, it's like C grade. Yeah. Grade. Oh, it's, it's yeah. It's And it's one of those things where... Definitely you a, would have seen this at a drive-in theater on like a quadruple yes. feature. And so we, we go down to... We're at Lover's Lane and... No, Lover's Peak. Lover's Peak, whatever. And, you know, the, the, the boy and girl are watching the sky. You know, they're saying, you know... Oh, it's so beautiful out here, blah, blah, blah. And then the co- the the ex-boyfriend who turns out to be a cop shows cop up. Shows, or the cop him. shows up who turns out to be the ex-boyfriend saying, hey, yeah. a, a lunatic escaped from the, the, insane the asylum. asylum. You know, you got you kids need to go home. Yeah. So they do leave. And, and it's his ex-girlfriend. But you know, what it was is that, that something, they, they're talking, looking at stars and something yeah. hit, like they see this thing this plummeting meteor. to earth. It's meteor. a meteor. So they go to find the meteor. And the guy gets out of the car and goes to find it. And then while the the girl's waiting in the car, the axe murderer comes up behind her. <laughs> the convertible. convertible. Well, it, no, it chops it's, her to death. It's even worse than that. She's got the radio on. And the radio announces that the murderer was last seen headed towards such and such college town on Route 66. Right, right. And she looks up and there just happens to be this dark sign. Sign that, that says exactly where they are. So she turns on the headlights and that's exactly where they're at. Yes. <laughs> and she doesn't bother to turn around and look behind her no, before no. she takes it. She's yelling, she's yelling at the guy. Of course, the yeah. guy goes and finds the container and then he is infected by an alien slug. Yeah. Fast forward to 1986. <laughs> Literally, that's that's how this movie goes. Everything's in full black. Is in full color now. <laughs> yeah, it is. We're on. Uh, we're on Fraternity Row, and uh, we meet our two heroes, uh, Chris. Did you catch what Chris's last name was? No, it's Chris Romero. Okay, and his buddy is. Um, Oh, what's his his buddy's name? Hold on, hold on. I got it here. J.C. Hooper. Hooper. Hooper? Toby Hooper. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, okay. There is a Detective Landis, a Texas Ramey, or oh. I mean a, a Sergeant Ramey. Uh, there is a... Okay. One of them's last name is... Oh, it's a... Um, Oh, uh, the, the the main Cynthia, her last name is Cronenberg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Tom Atkins is Ray Cameron, as in James Cameron. <laughs> Just, okay. <laughs> I, I explained to the good folks at yes. home what's so happening here. They're all directors of sci-fi and horror movies. So yeah. It's <laughs> if we go down through here, we'll probably find some other ones that um, it doesn't look like it. I actually just found a list here. It was Romero, Carpenter, Ramey, Landis, Hooper, Cronenberg, Cameron, Steve Miner, Wes Craven, and Mario. Oh, there was Brava. a Craven. There was an Officer Craven. Yeah, yeah an Officer Brava. Yeah, uh, Mr. Miner. Yeah. yeah. So it's one of those that they were. They're like, okay, so we think these are our heroes, but our real hero is Detective Ray Cameron, played by the one and only Tom Atkins. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Tom Atkins is in one of the greatest unsung movies of all time, which is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yep. (laughs) Tom Atkins shows up to these movies, no matter how bad the script is or no matter what, and he brings his A game. (laughs) Yes, he does. 
thrill me. Thrill me. That is that. That's his catchphrase. Everything is. You know, he'll pick up the phone. Detective Atkins, thrill me. It just or, or not Atkins. Uh, Detective Cameron, thrill me. You know, he'll show yeah. up on a crime scene. He's all right. All right. What do you got? Thrill me. Yeah. <laughs> just. <laughs> Yeah, it is so delightfully cheesy. Oh, this, I mean, this isn't even real cheesy. Cheesy. This isn't even real cheese. This is cheese whiz to the nth degree. Now, I bought this on Blu-ray because there was a there was a uh, Scream uh, Scream Factory put out like a a special edition that's got a whole bunch of extras okay. on it, which I was like, okay, I got to have all this. You know, interviews with the cast. You know, there's a behind the scenes documentary and both endings. Okay. When we get there, I'm going to ask you which one you saw. Don't say it yet. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, there. I love. You know, we get Tom Atkins, um, Dick Miller, is in this. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else is in this. Explain oh. to the folks who Dick Miller is. <laughs> Dick Miller has been in everything. He was in um, Gremlins. Mm-hmm. He played the uh, snowplow guy. He's 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 a hey that hits that guy. Yeah, you've seen him in everything. Literally, yeah. Everything. And this one he plays. He is the uh, the requisition officer um, uh, at the police station. Yeah, you know well, that's where they go to get the flamethrower that for some reason the cops have. <laughs> well, it's eighty six. You know all that Vietnam era equipment I had guess. to make it to the U.S. police department at some at some point. <laughs> but it's it's that type of movie where it's yeah. like. Ah, so yeah, so what 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 is going on? The plot of the movie is that these slugs they get they get into your body through your mouth basically, yeah. and they go in and they eat your brain. They take you over, and then while they're in there, they reproduce and, and incubate, and they incubate. And so what happens is that you basically become a zombie. They kill you. They eat you from the inside. You become a zombie, and then once the the other slugs have incubated, your head bursts open, and they all go out and, and do the same thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is how the zombie apocalypse yes. begins. <laughs> yes, and of course, we find out during the course of all of it that that Detective Cameron went and found the axe murderer. Yeah, and killed him. Shotgun to the chest. Shotgun, and then buried him under underneath in a in a vacant field in a vacant lot is, in a vacant lot, which is now underneath the home mother's. Cottage, cottage behind the, behind the, the, sorority, the, house. the sorority house. Yeah. <laughs> so we get this whole like sequence of him walking back there and remembering. You know? Yeah. And it's it's everything every movie has ever had that is that it is B movie horror or sci fi. It's all there. All it's, a, it's 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 a secret. It's you know it's aliens. It's it's zombies. It's um it, it's I had never seen this unedited before okay so i was really kind of surprised whenever the boobs showed up <laughs> i was like yeah. oh this was never in the versions i saw before because i watched it on usa you know I'm like yeah. Yeah, it makes sense 86 you know <laughs> it's <laughs> really bad acting <laughs> really bad, bad dialogue <laughs> on purpose it's all on purpose somebody yes. paid money to yes. make this film. yes it is awesome i love this movie this movie is so good <laughs> and, and yet you make fun you, but that's the whole thing is you have to remember what this is. It is supposed to be bad. 
That's the whole thing. That it takes not a how, lot. That was not how it was introduced to me as <laughs> as this is supposed to be bad. Just behind the curtain here, Dave yesterday, like he, he sends me this text, like, I can't believe I paid $4 to rent that movie, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. And then when we sat down, he's looking at his phone, he goes, oh, wait, this was supposed to be a comedy? I'm like, yes, you didn't get that. <laughs> No, because it wasn't really that funny. I mean, it was it really terrible. Was. It's <laughs> terrible. I I loved it. I love the schlock. I mean, it is just oh the, this, man, this the, is, the schlock is for days. Yes, it just goes on and on and on. Um, this this almost makes um, scary movie look good. Eh. Oh yeah, it's way better than scary movie. <laughs> no, it's way better than scary movie. I don't know what you're talking about. The, the only person in this of note. Besides Tom Atkins and yeah. and Dick Miller, uh, is the guy that played Brad, Alan, the Bradster, Alan Kaiser. Yeah. You know what he's from? Do you remember? He looks familiar. I he, can't place him. He played Bubba Higgins on Mama's Family. Oh, really? Yes. You remember Bubba that moved in? He was her. It was her uh, grandson. Yeah. That moved in. She, yeah. The he moron. Was, he was he was Eunice's son, and they were having problems, so he winds up moving in with with, and he was like, right. That yeah, that was him. So <laughs> Bubba Higgins went to yeah, college. Huh? Bubba Higgins, yeah, and he became a, a yuppie asshole. <laughs> and, uh, wow. I'll tell you this: it's funny to look at because, like, the special effects in this, okay? Yeah, are they're 1986 special effects, but like the aliens at the first, they do full blown alien yeah. costumes, body full body costumes, and they're eh. But then there is a there are two there is a zombie cat. Yeah, and a zombie dog. Yep. that both show up later. That they did actually a really good job. On. Yeah, like it's like wow, that those well, look some of the, good. Some of the exploding head stuff looked yeah, pretty. Yeah, I know. It, you know, and a lot of times like the zombie stuff, they just threw some makeup on them. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like uh, when Brad shows up when he's been, you know, he's turning into a zombie. They literally like it looks like they just threw on some some pasty paint and some and it was halloween green. makeup yeah, they got pretty down much. at uh, yeah. walgreens yeah pretty something. much and it's like all right fine we know sorry this, eckert yeah this is you're telling us what we what we need to know here um okay so mm-hmm. one of the other things did you catch that before we get to the third act or right as we're getting into the third act of this movie that the detective is getting ready to kill himself yeah, <laughs> like he had to go over and turn off the he's, gas. On he's the stove. sitting there drinking, and he like he's fl- he's like playing with his lighter. Yeah, and then um, and then uh, what's his name shows up to tell him. Um, Chris shows up to tell him what's going on. Yeah, but you'd never hear his name except for once because the yeah. detective always calls him something. Spanky. Yes, yeah, Spanky. they call him Spanky and Alfalfa is the, the yeah. two. And he tells him that Alfalfa's dead and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And he walks over <laughs> to the kitchen and the oven is open yeah. and the gas is turned full on. And he goes over and turns it all off. And then <laughs> yep. it's like, wow, that got dark all of a sudden. <laughs> it was dark from the beginning. <laughs> well, when he, when, when he was, brings him back and he, like, pours him a drink. Yeah. After, you know, because he thinks that the kid, that they're, they've are they done this. Because basically what it was, uh, Chris met, saw Cynthia, and he, and he wanted to impress her. So he said the only way they're going to be able to do it is if they join a fraternity. So they yeah. go to try to join the betas. Which is Brad's fraternity. Brad's fraternity. And, of course, and they're like, okay, what we want you to do, you got to go over and steal. To the science building. It, science building. And steal steal a, one of the corpses. One of the cadavers and bring it over and throw it on the, I think was it the Deltas or something? It was like another, that. it was an out. Uh, right. A so they go that they're in competition right. with. So they sneak in 
to go over there, and they're they're doing. They have the frozen body of well. They have they, cryogenically they, frozen the body of the boyfriend that we saw in the beginning. Right. And they've snuck into the science building right. trying to find the morgue. And there was a, a science assistant or student assistant or teacher's assistant or something mm-hmm. trying to get into the cryogenics room. And he couldn't remember his password. And he's remembered yeah. three of the four numbers to get into right. the room. Right. And, and JC just happens to hit the right he last hits, one. He hits zero. Right. And because you always in. hit zero. Right. And it just opens the door. Right. And so they go in and they wind up, they try to steal this body. Yeah. And that's how the they, they get loose again after and 26 years. They drop so. the body. When they drop the body, the head explodes. Right. And then the slugs get out. Right. Right. And so then. And so, hilarity ensues. Right. And so, you know, it was one of those things that the, they, the lab assistant gets killed. Yeah. And they think that, the, that they had something to do with it. So anyways, after they've been interrogated and everything and they come back and he's, he, he goes and gets Chris even after this and brings him back to his house and pours drinks. Yeah. And starts telling us like, "You ever been? Were you were in love in high school?" And he's like, "Yeah." Then she didn't want to be friends anymore. She didn't want to be with me anymore. I want to get over her life. And he starts telling this really dark story about his like, about his high yeah, school love. I had a, I had a <laughs> sweetheart once, and we broke up. Yeah, and she didn't want to be around me anymore. And then I found her with her, you know, in the car and on the road and in the woods and in the, no, just like, and all over the place. <laughs> and we found her her new boyfriend in the woods, yeah, about twenty yards away from there. <laughs> just like wow that got really dark all of a sudden he's like why well, should you be telling me this story well that's what i'm trying to figure out if i should be telling you this i story. tell you what's hilarious one of the other things i thought was really funny was the coroner yeah every time you see him like he's, he's sitting there he's like eating, eating a sandwich yeah. and then and then he like when they um uh uh they he goes uh, they come out of the uh the sorority yeah you know later on after there was been a, another one that that another body, you know, that's exploded or yeah. whatever. And he, and he comes out and he goes, man, he goes, if we needed a, if, um, if we, we had, have a gurney, if we had a gurney for every piece, we'd be here all night. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, dude, this guy is just <laughs> chewing up scenery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but ultimately in order to save the world, detective Cameron Makes a noble sacrifice and blows himself up. Well, with all hold on, the, hold on. Yeah. So, Chris or Spanky, the whole time has been chasing after Brad's girlfriend, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Cynthia, and has basically, she's the one that kind of starts the whole. I think there might be zombies. Yeah, and yeah. Well, they get he runs after they get the flamethrower. Flamethrower. They run to the sorority house and. He basically. This is spring formal. It's when it's happening. Yeah. So they're all <laughs> the whole fraternity gets on uh, a, bus. a bus, and then the dog that is now a zombie. Yeah. Uh, oh, out, we didn't talk bus. about that. What? So the corpse of the axe murderer gets infected. Yeah. And busts its way through the floorboards, the floorboards of the, of the house of, of the house mother's cottage. Yeah. And that's where the dog gets infected. And of course, he kills her. Yeah. And, and that's where the old lady, you know, multiple gurneys. For multiple right. Right. Parts. And so yeah. then <laughs> they find the So so uh, Detective Cameron gets to shoot the axe murderer a second time. And yeah. Kill him. <laughs> Again, really good special effects on that. Yeah. Really good on the axe murder on, on, the, on the body. That yeah. that was like, wow. So the, the zombie dog then causes the bus with the entire fraternity on it to yes. crash. Yes. And then he infects and, all of them. And then the dog goes into the bus that's been crashed mm-hmm. and the dog's head explodes and infects all no. of them. Well, okay. Okay. 
that's the only way they would have been okay. affected. Anyway, I think I think it shot out of his mouth mm. is what it was. I, we'll get back to that in a minute. Anyway, okay, there's a reason. So you see the dog walk into the. I don't think we actually see it. The dog just walks into the bus, and then later we see the dead. Yeah, our, our fraternity. Uh, anyway, guy, Spanky, is, yeah. Spanky and Brad's girlfriend, Cynthia. Um, um, Spanky actually goes running up because Brad, the zombie, is sitting next to Cynthia. Right, and he's getting ready. Yeah, and he just runs up and shoots um, him, shoots yeah. him in the head, and right. then the detective flamethrowers him. Right, and of course, Cynthia freaks out. Actually, uh, the detective shot him, and then he flamethrowed. Well, whatever. yeah, whatever. Yeah. One or the other, and Cynthia freaks out, and she's in shock, and. The detective goes running into the sorority house. Everybody, you mm-hmm. know, everybody, lock the doors, lock the doors. And they all go screaming, running outside. And he goes, well, that's not a good idea. No. <laughs> well, I love the fact that, like, because <laughs> at one time when all the, when the frat brothers show up, he's like, I got good news and bad news. The good news is your dates are here. The bad news, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah. I love this movie. <laughs> this movie is so good. <laughs> so Spanky, in his ultimate wisdom, hands his new girlfriend the flamethrower. Yeah, the flamethrower. Yeah. He didn't give her the shotgun. No. He gives her the flamethrower. Right, and she and, finally snaps out of her yeah. catharsis, and, and they and start going on a zombie rampage, or, or catatonic escape. Excuse me. Yeah, they start going on a massive zombie killing rampage. Yes, yes. and <laughs> they were warned that there was a problem with the flamethrower if the pilot goes out. It's, it's hard, it's hard to, get, to get it restarted yeah. again, um, which winds up happening when they're locked into a uh, a storage shed. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like wow, and, this was a good idea. <laughs> and and then we're reminded of a little throwaway scene at the beginning of the movie where one of the sorority sisters is talking to the girlfriend mm-hmm. who happens to be the president of the sorority. Is like, hey, I was told I could keep my science project here. Can I keep it here? Well, what is it? Well, it's a jar. It's a box full of jars of brains. Mm-hmm. Put it in the basement. I yes. don't want to see it. And so all the slugs are, are alien slugs are running to the basement. The basement to eat the brains because right. evidently that's how the whole zombie eats right. the brains. So the, trope so they go start. downstairs. They go downstairs. Yeah, and they find Detective Cameron with a can of a gasoline. Can of gasoline. He's telling him, "Get out! Get out! I'm going to take care of this." Yeah. yeah. And so he starts counting backwards from twenty. Yep. And he gets all the way down. So you see Brad and Cynthia running back, or not Brad? You see uh, um, Spanky, uh, Chris, and, and Cynthia running back through. And he's counting down, yeah. 12, 11, and he gets down to one, and he says, thrill me, detective. Yeah. <laughs> and then the entire place explodes. It blows up. And it starts burning. Yeah, it starts burning. And so we think it's all done. But yep. then we see the charred, zombified yep. corpse of Detective Cameron walking, slumbering, slumbering across the road to with the, the cemetery. To the cemetery with... A cigarette in his With a mouth. cigarette in his mouth, and he falls down, his head explodes, busts open, and, and the slugs, slugs go into the cemetery. Run into the cemetery, and then we see this pan back, and then all of a sudden a light comes down from overhead. Yep. And then we see this huge alien ship going across the sky. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> that's the, the ending I saw. Okay. That is not the original theatrical ending. Okay. The original theatrical ending, and I have seen both of them watching, because I remember, I remember seeing this watching... Up all night, yeah, and like watching it one time and seeing that one, and then watching another time, you're like, "Hey, wait a second, that's not how that movie ends." And then you went know, going. What happens is it when when uh, Chris and Cynthia are standing outside, yeah, and 
you know, they're standing out there and everything's on fire and they're kind of pulling back. And all of a sudden the dog walks up. Okay. And Cynthia looks down and says, oh, what a cute dog. And she gets down there on his level and he opens up his mouth and you see a slug go flying into the camera and that's the end of it. Oh. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> so it was one of those movies. Yeah. It has two different endings. And it really, they used to show, it depended, they would show it one, one, one time and one the different, yeah, the other way. I always thought that that ending that we, that, that you saw. Yeah. Was, was cool. Better ending. Because, it, it again, it goes back to the very first scene. Yeah, it's a tie-in. It's a tie-in. Now, granted, it's 27 years later or whatever, but it's still one of those, like, wow, that's a huge alien ship mm-hmm. that is hovering here over this, you know, basically with a, with a searchlight looking down at the at the uh, cemetery, you know, trying to figure out where this the, this escaped experiment yeah. is. Yeah. I love this movie. There are some, oh one of the things we never even brought up in this whole thing is that mm-hmm. Chris's best friend JC yeah has a disability yeah he walks he's he uh, I don't know he walks with uh, with the canes or not with crutches canes, but with crutches he's got you yeah. know the, uh, and it's just kind of one of those things where like it made me think of uh, the kid from Shazam yeah they don't well, I haven't seen Shazam but they but they never make a big deal about it it's just kind of one of those there's one scene where Brad is a real jerk and like you know knocks his cane his, kicks uh, a crutch crutches out from under him, under him. yeah. But it's like they really never dwell on that whatsoever. He's just nope. a normal person, you know, whatever. Ultimately, the, the way that Chris finds out what happened is that J.C. gets infected. And he, and he knows. Out, he figures out that he can kill them with fire. With fire yeah, that, that heat kills them. Yeah. And so, but he gets infected, and so he goes to the boiler room, and he dies down there, you know, and of course he kills the ones that are inside of him. Yeah. And he leaves. He left a um, a tape recorder. Yeah. That just telling him all about it, and that's when he went to Atkins, or he went to. I uh, think I'm dead. Things. Yeah. I don't have a pulse or heartbeat. Yeah. And so it's kind of one of those. He, he dies a heroic death. Death also. Yeah. Know? I'm going to the boiler room to cook now, myself. Here's one of the things that kills me. All of these sorority girls, okay, yeah. are waiting for their their boyfriends, their dates to show up. Yeah. And then, as they show up, and they're zombies. And they start bidding off one by one. They have almost no reaction to it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like people of like the extras just kind of stand around giving zero reaction to people dying whatsoever. Just like, all right, you know. And it's just <laughs> I know. It's just kind of, you know, uh. yeah. there is there was even one of them, one of the girls, I was sitting there watching it, and she almost looks into the camera like she start you can like see her eyes like start to dart to it and she stops real quick and looks away yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's like oh no can't look at the zombies can't look at them now mm-hmm. james gunn yeah did you ever see slither i didn't okay james gunn obviously saw this movie when he was young yeah because slither is they're they're alien slugs that yeah. infect they get into your brain and infect you you know and it's like it's very much the same and it's a comedy also it is a, mm-hmm. if you if you've never seen slither you need to it's a really good you said movie. that about this movie and well, wasted money slither is, slither is a lot more r-rated than this okay and a lot funnier it's not it's not like this where they were trying to make a bad, a, you know, a bad B horror sci-fi movie. You mean the worst B? <laughs> you're you're wrong, but uh, no, there are. For, oh, did you notice what 
the house mother was watching? It was um, it was a sci-fi movie. I'm trying to think of the name of it. It was Plan Nine from Outer Space, yeah. the Ed Wood movie. Yeah. Like as soon as soon, cause it started off with that that shot of Bill Lugosi leaving the house. You know, at the, I was like, oh wow, there. I, I I had not. Oh, <laughs> and with JC's in the uh, the bathroom stall. Did you see what was written? Yeah. It's a striper, striper rules. Striper rules. I was like, this is why Alan loves this movie. It's got a big striper rules graffiti I'm in it. Not a big striper fan, but I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, oh, just noticing stuff like that. They were just yeah. like, oh, okay, this is this is funny that you know they, they really they, they they really did a lot here. Uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize this but was supposed to be Slither is it's uh, you know it's James Cameron. Of course, he's got his people. Nathan Fillion, well, you just Elizabeth said Banks, James Gunn, or James Gunn. I'm sorry, uh, what did I say? James uh, anyway, Cameron. It's James, no, it's James Gunn. Okay, so he's got okay. his people. Like Michael Rooker is in it. You know, yeah. and, and like it's just you go his down. Brother the line, is his brother in it? Uh, I think he his may, brothers in uh, everything he does. He may be. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. He very well could be in it. Uh, but yeah, but it's Slither owes a lot to this movie. Okay. Like I remember seeing Slither back in the early 2000s and the being like, thing, "Oh, Night of the Creeps." I understand this completely. The only thing I could keep thinking when I was watching this is like, "This is like the worst ripoff of Invasion of the Body Snatchers I've ever seen in my life." But it's supposed to be bad. Well, that's the whole thing that that's so great about this movie. So it, it, it until you go and re- read the Wikipedia page on it, you don't understand that. It's I just understood that just terribly <laughs> awful, horrible. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Movie. Had you known that this was supposed to be a bad horror, like, B-movie, would it have changed the way that you... Possibly. Watching it? Possibly. Yeah, I mean, of just... The, I figured you would have fig- you would have been, oh, I see what's going on. No, here. I didn't catch any of that. I don't know that. how you didn't catch that. Because it doesn't take long at all. I didn't, it does not take long at all to catch it. All so. I kept, th- <laughs> I, was, I was like, I could be watching Toxic Avenger right now. And it would be Toxic Avenger is great. You know, I love a lot of that trauma stuff. You know, yeah. Class of Newcomb High and, you know, all that, you know, Tromeo and Juliet. And yeah. It's so, yeah, all that stuff is great. Um, this is right there with it, I do believe. I'm there is a really good breakdown of this movie on YouTube, uh, joeblow.com. They okay. have their, their channel. They have a, uh, a horror uh, channel yeah. that they did a few weeks ago. Like I already had this on our list. Yeah, you had, I had this, this on, on our list, list like a like long time three ago. Three months yeah, ago. several months ago. But it was one of those things that they did a retrospective on on there, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is, yep, yep, see, they get it. They get it. So it's, I didn't get it. Yeah, I'll put a link to that one also in the next show notes. I totally didn't get the message. Yeah, I love it. Or the references. I have always loved these types of movies that are just bonkers. You, you think you're watching one thing and you wind up with something else is what it comes down to. It's one of the reasons I love Cabin in the Woods so much is because... You think you're getting one thing, yeah, and then it's everything. <laughs> it's just like, wait a second, this this was not what I signed up for, but it's awesome. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, like like a good movie. <laughs> this was a good movie. So, unlike some other movies that we've covered that will be coming up. So <laughs> you mean a better movie than this one? No, an excellent movie. <laughs> one that but, you should shut your dirty jerk mouth about unfortunately this movie is not streaming anywhere uh, no i had to rent it at voodoo for yeah. four dollars and well, change you know had i feel like you had i gotten my had, had i gotten a chance to rewatch this prior to you mm-hmm. coming over to record last time i would have just given you my blu-ray to watch but 
Uh, I did not get a chance to watch it. I watched it last night and literally sat there with a, a bowl of popcorn and just kicked back and laughed for an hour and a half. So it was, <laughs> I highly recommend it. Again, if you watched USA's Up All Night. Now that you know it's supposed to be an intentionally bad movie, maybe yeah, you'll enjoy so it good. more than I do. so good. I love this movie. So. But yeah, if like I said, if you were like Dave and I and you watched up all night. How, how did you miss this? I have watching no up all night because it used to play all the time. Because I used to play, I used to watch up all. I know night, all I know. the time. I have no idea how this this was in regular rotation on USA. Not even just on the up all night. Sometimes it would be on like their Saturday afternoon, you know, yeah. movies or whatever. And I mean, I that's where I every time that I had seen it prior to this had been on USA Network. Yeah, back in the you know <laughs> at least thirty years or more you yeah. know ago. So. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's not. It's unfortunately, it's not available to stream anywhere. There is a a Blu-ray release from Scream Factory that has all kinds of extras. Mm-hmm. I mean, they went, they found everybody, and even even Renee when she walked through and saw me watching, yeah. she was like, "What are you watching?" I was like, <laughs> "I have no idea." Alan's making me watch this. It was evidently a USA Up All Night film. She was like, "Okay, I used to watch a lot of Up and All she Night, didn't, and I don't know how you guys missed this movie." She so. was like. My favorite all up all night movie was Legend of Billie Jean. So and I used to, you know, Ski School or oh, any ski number of those. That's you know, a, a wonderful <laughs> film right there. Yeah. Ski School was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Dean Cameron. <laughs> Just <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's available on Voodoo and I think on Amazon. Amazon. You can, it's, it's available to buy and rent both. Um, yeah. Don't buy it. I would I would suggest if you if you really want to see this maybe get the Blu-ray because like I said they they did Scream Factory did a really good release on this uh, so yeah guys thank you so much I thoroughly if you couldn't tell I thoroughly enjoyed this movie yeah. Dave I bet if Dave went back and watched it again knowing what you know now you would appreciate this movie quite I, a bit so yeah, maybe <laughs> so maybe i can't believe you bagged mm. on the other one and like yeah, this one yeah, it yeah, just yeah, 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 goes yeah. to show your terrible taste in movies and i didn't even really bag on that movie so oh, much you, i just pointed out all the problems you bagged on that movie and said how you can make it better and you didn't appreciate that so it was <laughs> you're a jerk i'm still angry about it anyway I'm Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And Biscuit is here to say hello, and then he needs to go outside. So <laughs> Go walk that dog. We're going to. We will see you next time. See you. Through. Come, let's go. 